this episode of 92Y Talks, legendary actor and comedian Whoopi Goldberg sits down with Bevy Smith for a warm and intimate talk about her new book, The Unqualified Hostess, I Do It My Way So You Can Too. The conversation was recorded on November 14th, 2019, in front of a live audience at New York's 92nd Street Y. Okay, Whoopi, before we get into it, I'm gonna make them say happy birthday to you since your birthday was just there. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, don't do it to yourself. Don't do it. <laughs> it's called cool. I love that you remembered. <laughs> Thank you. A lot of people remembered. Everyone shouted you out on, on social media for your birthday. Yes. You're very loved. I, I, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Some days, you know, half of the world hates you. Well, you Some know. days, half the world loves you. So. That's the way it goes. But as Scorpio women, we are very loved in well, the best okay. ways. Well. Aren't we, though? Well, we know how to do it if no one else will. There you go. There you go. Um, so since it was your birthday last night, did you have a dinner party? Uh, one was thrown for me at a restaurant. <laughs> Oh, the she peanut asked gallery. me that yesterday. Right. It was at a place called Tao. Oh. Which is really wonderful. Yes. And, and we danced until about 12.45. And uh, I further exacerbated what's left of my voice. Yes. Because I, I knew I should have gone to the car <laughs> at 9.45. <laughs> but I felt like I was old enough to try it. Yes. Well, it kind of worked out, but I'm working tomorrow on stage. <laughs> and I'm not sure I have enough voice <laughs> to do the show. So I'll just put it on cards. There you go. This whole shit up. This whole show. Um, I love that you, you celebrate your birthday in such a big way, because I'm a big believer in birthdays are to be celebrated. And some people think it's only for milestones and things like that. Right. But from reading the book, I also know that you love an extravaganza and you love any chance you can get to throw on a beautiful party and take out your gorgeous silverware and all the things. Yes. Have you always had such a sense of exuberance um, around just lifestyle or did this come to you when you got all the coins? Um, <laughs> well, no, cause my mom made a nice table. We, we my brother and I, I was about to say we were forced. <laughs> but in those days, they didn't force you to do stuff. They hinted it might be in your best interest. <laughs> right. And so my brother and I set the table. And we made sure that, you know, we had cloth napkins. And we had stuff. And, and you know, we didn't have exciting plates. But it looked good. And I always knew there was a, you know, a, a soda glass and a water glass. So. I've always done that, but what happened was I became very uh, quietly belligerent because I, I'm very antisocial. I don't like to come out my house. Yes. So someone close to me, maybe Tom, <laughs> might have said, you know, at some point you're going to have to come out of the house and you have to talk to people. I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> no, I like people thinking that Whoopi Goldberg is this thing. He says, but... You don't just live as her. 
He's very deep. Yes, he He's is. the real Whoopi Goldberg. We've yeah. been working together about 23 years, 25 years. And he tells me the truth. And so I thought, okay, uh, if I want to become less self-absorbed, I can, <laughs> I can invite people I don't know to my house to eat. So that's what I did, because people love free food. That's right. And so I thought I would do that. And so I started to put some of the things that I liked out. I have very nice dishes, but I also have a lot of toys that I play with, because they make me happy. I, I like my troll dolls, and, and so I incorporate them with my mycin, because I, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, somewhere someone's rolling over in their grave. Yes. Definitely. And so I put it all on the table because people say, no, I've never seen that. It's very strange. What is that? <laughs> Why have you done that? What is it? Can I touch it? And I discovered that everybody has that side to them where they're curious because they see something that they think, oh, I wouldn't have thought to do that. How come you did that? I said, because we're talking about it. Mm -hmm. And it makes me more comfortable because you're talking to me about something that interests you and we go from there. So that's how all of that came about. But it comes because I'm, I'm not, I'm not particularly social. I've got more, more social, but you know. And that's interesting because you know, if you're such a, and you are a very private person, but, and to have someone in your sanctuary is yeah. like the ultimate kind of like invasion. Well, it's okay. kind of like being in hell for a little while. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is because it's like, what do you talk about? Do you, you know, after you say, oh, you look really nice, where do you go? Right. <laughs> what do you do? And, and so I've, I've learned that it's not just the table, mm -hmm. it's also the bathroom. Yes. Because, yeah. Because mm -hmm. whatever that one bathroom people are going to use, whether you only have one bathroom or you have seven, you have one that you've designated for people. Mm -hmm. Make it nice. Yeah. Because they're going to be in there. Yeah. Make sure you got toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> and some nice stuff that smells good, right? Well, a little spray. Yeah. Yeah. In case. Definitely. But like, I always make sure that here, yeah, it's about here, on the wall is something to look at for those who stand. <laughs> and for those who sit, there's always a little magazine or something. Yeah. Because you never know how long you're going to be in there. <laughs> so you want to, you know, it's not like you're trying to make yourself comfortable, but you know, sometimes you've eaten something and your body's going, oh, now I'm going to yeah. slow you down. <laughs> and they're sitting. So give folks something that will relax. Yes. And it also means that most people don't take their phone into the bathroom with them, oh. which I think has been a really big problem for folks. Yes. Yeah. Feel like, listen, you know, when we didn't have a phone that could get you every second of the day, people went in and did normal stuff. They go in and you relax and you do what you have to do, right. and then you get up and you leave. Yes. But now people linger. They do. Bathroom selfies the, are a thing. And they're, they're tense because if they're talking to somebody on the phone, they're not relaxing. And I feel like people don't spend the time they need to yeah. in the bathroom. <laughs> and now, so I'm going to give you, like, a, an assignment. See what happens. Leave your phone outside the bathroom 
for the next couple of days and see if it's not a better experience for you. <laughs> you're not clutching, you're releasing. <laughs> <laughs> well, B, just from that story alone, just from that tip alone, I know that the title is all wrong. You are not the unqualified hostess. You are the incredibly qualified hostess. See, I don't You're bonafide. So. Well, you know, people, this all started really and people said, oh, this is so nice, I could never do this. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, that's what people, how they felt about me. Somebody said to me, why did you write the book like this? I said, for people like you. Right. Because you're one of those people who would say to somebody, you shouldn't be doing that or you can't do that. But the truth is, who's gonna, who can tell you what you're enjoying is wrong? You have to, you know, social media, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Because I, I feel like people have given over their abilities to think for themselves, mm -hmm. to feel how they feel about themselves. They've given it over to other people. And I feel like if you don't believe it, nobody's going to believe it. That's true. If you think there's something wrong with you, mm -hmm. that's you. Why are you letting people you've never met tell you there's something wrong with you, Amen. or you're doing it wrong. You don't know them. Yeah. They don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I wanted people to take back mm -hmm. their imagination yeah. and see what was out there for them. And, you know. And have so, a little fun and put some rose petals on your table. Put some rose petals on the table, put some toys on the table. Yeah. You know, talk to people you never thought you would ever talk to. Yeah. I do believe that a good dinner party is about the mix and the unexpected mix. It should be a mixed bag of nuts, right? It should be a Brazil nut next to a cashew, next to a peanut. You know, it should be all the things, right? See, well, I, I don't know. You I don't just know. invite people I want to talk to. Okay. But so do I, you find often that there are people of kind of like minds and kind of similar ages, or do you find that you usually have a, a more of a jambalaya of... It's people? a jambalaya. Yes. It's a jambalaya, all kinds of sizes and ages mm -hmm. and uh, abilities to do things. I, I love... I love people who create things. I love architects, make me crazy, I love them. Yeah. But I also love writers, and I love people who fix plumbing. So <laughs> I think plumbing is important. Yeah, well, so and it's, but you are obsessed with bathrooms. So, I am. So you know, plumbers are very important. Well, think about this. Your plumber is probably the highest bill that you pay <laughs> because there aren't enough of them. Because we've told people yeah. that learning a trade is a bad thing. Yes. And now they got you. Because <laughs> for a lot of folks, it's too late to learn this trade. Right. But if you had learned how to fix that plumbing, <laughs> it'd have been cheaper. Yes. I'm just saying. Very wise and sage advice. Some days. <laughs> so um, this book is actually filled with wise and sage advice. And, and also lots of wonderful little tips. You know, we talked backstage and I was telling you, I have an actual dinner party business. I have a business called Dinner with Bevy, where people actually pay me to host dinner parties. Right. So when I got this book, I was like so excited because um, I, I guess it was the last hosting book I really read and enjoyed was like by Claire McCardle or something, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like something ancient. Um, but one of the things I loved was when you talked about conversation pieces, yeah. conversation starters on the table. Yes. And it, it could range from your family photos, yes. 
which I love, love, love that. But I also love the, the kind of oddities, like the knife uh, rest, rest knife. and also yeah. the ice cream fork. Yes. Let's get into the ice cream fork. Sure. The ice, how many guys here have an ice cream fork? Raise your hand if you have an ice cream fork. There are people, yeah. So we've got two people with ice cream fork. Okay. So all of this stemmed because I was interested, I got interested in silver. Because you know, I've, I know a lot of people that got some dough and they talk about leaving things to their kids. And I was like, I'm gonna leave some to my grandkids too. <laughs> And I started learning about silver, and a guy said to me, listen, this is not the silver you want to leave to anybody. Because, and I'm going to show you why. He says, this, it shouldn't do this, it shouldn't do that. If you're going to leave things, get things that will, you know, grow yeah. over time. So I, I sold off all the old stuff, and I started looking into things like Tiffany Silver and Cristobal and all these different folks. And so... I decided I was going to get a full set of Tiffany something. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're going to do it. Yeah. It's so going to I, be the queen. Tiffany has all of these different patterns. I le I've learned all of this. And one of the patterns that interested me was called the Olympian pattern. And it was made in 1848 or something crazy. And this man did all of these Olympian scenes like, you know, uh, I don't know, Zeus and Hera having ducks or something. <laughs> and they're all different cartouches on the end of the forks. Forks have a different cartouche, the knives have a different cartouche. And so I started really loving it. But then I'd start looking and there are almost 200 pieces Whoa. in this, I mean, it's insane. So I started collecting things because I thought, oh, these are really nice. So, what is, uh, it's an ice cream fork. It's a potato chip server. Wow. Because, did you know that the potato chip was made in Sarasota? At the, is, no, Saratoga, upstate. Yeah. Um, and they would serve these hot, fresh potato chips on a potato chip server. <laughs> okay. Now we all have to go and get a potato chip. I'm yeah. telling you, there's waffle forks, there are olive forks, there are marrow spoons. Oh. Marrow, marrow spoons. spoons. You know, there are... Which is now come back in vogue. It's a delicacy now when you go to fancy restaurants. What, marrow? All about the marrow. See, I don't trust it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not fooling with the marrow either. I'm not playing with just because you said it's good. <laughs> I'm not putting it in my mouth. But I will take the spoon. <laughs> yeah. But there are jelly spoons. There are all of these things that would go on someone's table as, as part of the setting for yeah. each person. And the more I learned, the, the happier I got because I thought there are all kinds of things and it means that you have to take time to eat. Yes. You have to take time. Amen. Listen, finger bowls. There's nothing better than a finger bowl. Nothing better. Because, you know, you get a little, you, you washed your hands, but you touched something else. Right. <laughs> and now you got a little sticky and you think, oh, now I got something on my hand. And now you're trying to rub it on your shirt, <laughs> you know. And then somebody puts a finger bowl down and you get in there and do your little fingers. Right. There you go. And then you get a little thing and you wipe down and now you've cleaned it up. Do you prefer lemon in your finger bowl or just warm water? Personally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
I like a little bit of lemon. Yes. Because it's acidic and it gets the grease off your fingers. There you go. I'm just saying. Another tip for Morphe. I'm but, you, she's got a plethora. But what I can tell you is that all of these things that we're talking about, everyone has them. Everyone has small bowls in their house. Use them as finger bowls. Who's going to tell you it's wrong? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody's going to tell you, well, you did it wrong. Yeah. That you did it at all is the magic. Yes. You know, that's the beautiful thing. And I also recommend treating yourself, and I'm, I'm semi-vulgar. Okay, I'm not totally vulgar, <laughs> but I'm semi-vulgar. I say you have to treat yourself like the person you want to lay. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Amen. Because you, if you don't take care of yourself, like you would if someone was coming over and you'd get everything straightened out, you make it all night, do that for yourself. I agree. Don't just do it for yeah. somebody coming over, do it for you. You know? That was one of the parts that I loved in the, so the, she has all these wonderful chapters and one of them is actually about eating alone. Yes. And for someone like me who is a singleton, I. Me too. Yeah. And I love it because I actually sit at my table. Yes. And I, I, I will not, even if I order in, I plate it. Yes. I plate it and I choose what kind of pretty plate I'm going to put it yes. on. Sometimes I take pictures and post it on Instagram. <laughs> but either way, I plate it nicely yes. and I, I use my beautiful Baccarat champagne yes. food. And I'll have me a glass of champagne. Yes. Yes, but on Why my not? single dinner. Why not? Why not? Listen, what you also can do with your plates if you don't want, and you can do this as well, I do it all the time. Um, I get really nice paper plates. And I put them on top of the plate because, <laughs> because sometimes you want the feeling. Yeah. But you don't want the hassle. Yes. True. Sure. So, so put it on top of your plate. You <laughs> I <know>? love that. <laughs> it just is fun and it means you can have different, you can have the craziest, most wonderful plates because you can get all those wonderful paper plates. Yeah. And it's a good thing. And you can, you know, my friend Marlo is here who, who I do all the flowers. She does all the flowers. She finds the most extraordinary things. And, you know, what I say to people about the book, because people say, well, you, you can do all those flowers. Isn't it? Here's what you do. If you live near a bodega, mm -hmm. go in, find out the last flowers, the oldest flowers in, that, in the bodega. Mm -hmm. You'll say them, how much are these? And that's a $3.99, you say no. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think these flowers have been sitting here for two days. Yeah. I'll give you $1.99 for them. <laughs> say, okay. Get them, cut them. Mm -hmm. You know, wake them up. Yes. Stick them in a glass, and you got beautiful flowers on your table. It Why not? Hard. Yeah, $1.99. Yeah. And if you get really bold, you say, no, I'm going to pay you 58 cents. <laughs> and you know what? Chances are they'll sell them to you because they want to get them gone. Yeah. They're the oldest flowers in the, in the room, so they want to get them. They don't want them looking like this. <laughs> you only need them for the night, so there make the compromise, yeah.
Well, since we're talking about budgets, yes. um, I'm actually buying the book for my niece. She's 25 years old and she just got her first apartment. Oh, nice. And I want to teach her how to host because I think it's, it's a really valuable tool. You know, um, back in the day, you know, men used to have wives so that they could have the boss over. <laughs> <laughs> no, so they could have the boss over right. and impress the boss with how, you know, they have a good right. home and then right. that means they're stable and right. the boss wants to give them a promotion. Right. That doesn't really happen anymore. But I think knowing how to entertain yeah. and how to host is yes. still a very valuable skill, yes. which kids don't know. No. So what... Ex what Okay, boomer advice would you give to millennials and to the, the what's that, Generation Z, X, whatever, T, Y? Yeah, thank you. Z, element of P, you know. Yeah, one of them. What, what advice would you give? If you're on a budget, how do you create that? Because I loved in the book where you talk about, like, you know, you have all those, like, you have cartoon glasses, jelly yes. glasses. From, you know. Yes, Welch's grape juice. Yeah. Listen, I love eBay. I do, because all the things that I love from my childhood, I can find them. Yeah. This is what I would tell to anyone. Go to eBay, get four glasses. Get four great glasses, you know, like jelly glasses about that big. Yeah. Make them fun. You can get Mr. Magoo ones. You can get Flintstone ones. You can get any kind, you, anything you can think of. Get four of those. Then go to Amazon and buy four beautiful lily glasses. They'll cost you about maybe 49, 50 bucks, maybe. Because they'll, they'll give you eight of them. You need extras because you're going to drop shit. <laughs> so, and buy a whole bunch of paper plates. Because paper plates really can help, especially if you don't have a lot of space yeah. to stack stuff. And start with that. Yeah. And go to the bodega and get those flowers. Get those flowers. I also saw that you don't like candles because no. you have wee ones running around. No, no, around. It's not, that's, not, that's not why I don't like them. Okay. My hair is too long, it sets itself alight. That's <laughs> true. Yes, I, you know, it only takes once setting yourself on fire. <laughs> yes. And I did it once and I will never do it again because you know, you're leaning and talking, you're not paying attention to these little candles. And so there you are looking over, looking cute and shit. You're like, what is that smell? You're like, hi, hi. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yes, sorry about that. Yeah. So that's why you like the, that's why. the little ones that are battery operated. You yeah, them I prefer on, them. And they flicker. They flicker. People know they're not real, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. It gives ambient light. It gives ambient light, and it, it's a little fantastical. So little magic is never bad. Yeah. And whatever your light fixture is, whether it's you know a hanging bulb or whatever, make it fun. Get yourself some, you know, it's not tinsel, but it's kind of like you can bend it and do stuff with it. Have some fun, put it on there. Again, who's gonna tell you it's wrong? Nobody. And if they do, put them out. <laughs> Oh, let's talk about putting people out. Now, it I've had... That's what I said. Now, you are an amazing, amazing referee. We know that from watching the TV show. You know how to get people together. Um, but I've actually had an experience in my life where I had to actually throw somebody out my home. Yeah. At a dinner. Yeah. What do you do about those kind of unruly, unsavory guests? Like, 
like, do you, do, are you the explosive type or are you the quiet walk over, whisper in the ear and say, you must leave? What, what's, the, what's the take? I walk over and I say, God, look at the time. And they said, but everybody else is still here. I say, yeah, but you got to go first. They got to follow somebody. <laughs> so you still get to be a gracious host. Yes. But you get the, the problem out of the place. You know, people embarrass themselves. You don't have to do it for them. Yeah. So I, I prefer to get everybody's mind working towards the positive way to get someone out that people that maybe they've overindulged so they but you got to go yeah <laughs> you got to go get out <laughs> you know you don't drink right not anymore right so uh, what's the the take do you have a full extravaganza of a bar or do you are you limited to just wine no 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 i have a great bar listen i have great alcohol because i don't want my friends with bad hangovers from bad alcohol. Yes. Yeah. Listen, it, do this is the the truth about all of this. Do it the best you can do it. Yeah. Get the best alcohol you can afford. Mm -hmm. Get the best you can do, and and always shoot for the top. Yeah. You don't want to drink bad champagne. Yeah. You don't want a headache afterwards. You don't want to drink bad brown liquor. You don't want to drink bad white liquor. So find out what the best is in your in your range yes. and, and do that. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't drink and people say, you're not drinking anything, I said, drink water. Because <laughs> right. that's what I can handle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you learn as you go. Yeah. But I, I can't do, you know, I can't do any kind of alcohol anymore because I, I, I really like it. <laughs> you really like it? Oh, when you yeah. drink, what was your, your spirit of choice? I like whiskey. Mm. Yeah. It's too harsh. Yeah. It's harsh. Yeah. You know, and it, and it makes you a whisker drinker. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's true. You're talking whiskey. Yes. You know, so. A whiskey drinker is the type of person that might wipe their mouth on the tablecloth <laughs> like they did before napkins were in vogue, that's right? What the, that's what the tablecloth is for. Exactly. <laughs> I know, it sounds crazy. Do you know the first place that allowed a woman to sit by herself? I know because I read the book, but yes. I'll let you tell. Her. At the dinner table, at, at the table in a restaurant. Do you know the first first restaurant that allowed women to do that by themselves? Delmonico's. Yeah, it's really something because yeah. women weren't allowed to go out and eat by themselves. They had to be accompanied by someone. <laughs> now you could be a prostitute with a pimp. Right. <laughs> as long as he was with you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but women weren't allowed to do that, you know? And, you know, napkins were not in vogue because they had the tablecloth. Right. And that's, that's why you don't find really old napkin rings. Because they didn't really use them. It's just like you pick up the, and just sort of put it back, at the, put it back down. <laughs> you know, I love that. Yes. That's why you have to get also paper, um, paper tablecloths. Because you put it on top of the tablecloth tablecloth. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, whoopee. Because, look, <laughs> most people have maybe a tablecloth. Yeah. So you want to take care of it. Mm -hmm. So you want to get um, a knife rest mm -hmm. to keep the jelly, to keep the gravy, to yes. keep stuff off of the tablecloth because there's nothing more annoying than trying to get out a gravy stain. Yeah. 
It's hard, and you're there, and you're, and you're cussing everybody out. You say, I'm never going to have people over because they're pigs. The people are pigs. Because <laughs> I'm serving Salisbury steak, Whoopi. Well, no, you know what? Because everybody eats differently. Yeah. And so I'm so picky. I make sure that everybody has something that they like at the table. What's your favorite go-to meal? Like, you know, no fuss, no muss. I have six close friends coming over. What's that meal that you're like? That's the one. Everyone's going to enjoy it. It's going to be easy. Ray's pizza. <laughs> and some wine. Ray's pizza and some wine or champagne. Yep. Or sometimes a little Madeira. Yeah. Oh. A little thing of Madeira. Because, you know, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Because, again, who's to say? Right. <laughs> and you know what? Free food, I'm going to say it again. People can't bitch when they're eating for free. Yes. <laughs> They just, they can't, they, just they can't. can't be mad when they're eating for free. So people come and that's why they're so happy when they come to your house, because they don't have to cook. <laughs> so they're gonna, you know, they're gonna be more pliable. Yes. But always get, you know, get something that goes over your tablecloth. Make it a paper, paper uh, napkin, uh, sorry, paper tablecloth and some crayons if you have little kids. So they can play and color and stuff. And then you just take that, paper tablecloth and, you know, cut out the part that the kids should have to put up on their wall. Love it. Yeah. Well, they do it in restaurants, but I've never seen it done in a home. Oh, yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah, because, uh, you know, not everybody has space to have a kid's table. Yeah. You want to have a kid's table, but not everybody has space for it. So put them at the other end <laughs> and make half of that table the paper tablecloth. There's some great Christmas uh, paper uh, tablecloths you can put that have, you know, connected dots for the trees. They have them for the turkeys and all kinds of stuff. There's all kinds of fun. And then you have a good time because you want to see what they're doing because you don't have to yell at them. Right. You know, you're yeah. not saying, put that damn computer down. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, my God, I can draw on the table. Yes. Yeah. You're going to go off. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about your collecting. Oh, now, yes. in the book, you mentioned it may seem like you're a hoarder because you have a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. But you are not a hoarder. You yeah. just happen to be able to collect things that you absolutely love. Yes. Now, that still sounded like hoarding to me, so you got to explain <laughs> to me what's the difference between hoarding and collecting. And this is not a judgment. No, no. Because I also collect a lot of stuff. I think the truth is, you know, hoarding as a compulsory thing as well. Yeah. Collecting for me is the idea of, I didn't know this was out there. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I've been doing this for 30 years, so there's a, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. I've been a lot of places. They're not in boxes, they're out. Mm -hmm. And they're not just to have, they're not just to have. It's not compulsory, it's, mm -hmm. it's it's a shared thing. Yes. Orders don't really share. Mm -hmm. True. You know, they're 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 here. Yes. Um, and everything is put a, put very specifically and yeah. oftentimes in boxes and stuff. Um, and they're not always cared for yeah. as well as you want them to be. Because people, you know, when you're compulsive, you get it, and then you're on to the next thing you have to get. And so you may not get to taking care of it. Mm -hmm. Collectors take care of stuff. That's true. Or they do their best. Yeah. So I think that's the difference. Oh, okay. And so I'm still safe. 
I take care of my nice stuff. My well, life. yeah. As soon as you start boxing it up. Yeah. I got some boxes in the second room. But I'm How getting many? it done because um, I got people coming over for Thanksgiving. So but you're going to take stuff out of I'm box. getting all the boxes done by Thanksgiving. Okay. Then you're not a hoarder. Okay. You're a collector. <laughs> I'm a collector. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very fancy, darling. Well, why not? Yeah. You know, my mom collected, I had no idea that she loved all the things that she loved. Mm -hmm. She's a real big deco person. Yeah. I remember seeing deco things, the pictures that she had cut out, and she would just put them up. And for me, they were the art, because I didn't, for some reason, I didn't realize you could actually own art. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I thought museums owned right. art, but I didn't realize people <laughs> could have <laughs> art in their house. Yeah that wasn't, you know, from the magazine, the shared idea of the magazine. And so my mother said, well, I don't know why you didn't know this. She said, just because we didn't have famous art, but we had art all over the wall. And it was yours, it was in your house. It's your art, of course you can own it. Yes. I was like, well, I, I, I guess I hadn't <laughs> we thought about it. I hadn't expected yeah. to get any money <laughs> to, right. to get some stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I, I fell in love with lots of different things. Yeah. One of the things that you fell in love with, and, and I, I got to tell you, I was shocked to see it in the book, is your African-American memorabilia. <laughs> A lot of it that is depicting, you know, mammies and yes. sambos and things but like that. But there's a lot of it. Yeah. I'm not hiding. I, I what, saw. I know what they said. Yeah. I know what they made. Mm -hmm. And that's not who anybody was. Yeah. It was a stereotype. Yeah. And so I think if you hide things like that, that's why I want, <laughs> I want Disney to release Song of the South. Yeah. Because what they forgot in their haste to put it away and hide it yeah. is they were the only company at that time that paid any attention to Uncle Remus. Mm. Those are stories that people should know. Yeah. They were stories that belonged down south into a slave culture. We should be celebrating the fact that those stories are out there. We talk about Aesop's fables all the time. Yeah. Why not? Uncle Remus was a smart, you know, when he's talking about Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Rabbit smartest thing yeah, out there. Exactly. Kicking everybody's ass. Yeah. And, they instead have chosen to say, no, you know, it's, it's culturally insensitive. No, it's culturally insensitive if you don't acknowledge it. See, all the mammy stuff, I'm acknowledging it. That's right, it was out there. Yeah. And it's on the table, so you can see it. Yeah. So you remember what not to do next time. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what you do, I think. No. Black people are like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I don't think I don't I mean, know about no, that one. There's, 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 there's quite a few famous black people that collect yes, the memorabilia yeah. and everything. Yes. Yeah. And, and I, I, so I, I think that people are kind of getting more into that mindset where it's like, no, it should be out there. We should not hide from this. As a matter of fact, I just saw Disney Plus um, now says um, they have like a kind of a warning. Yes. Um, what does it say? It's something like, remember, these were different times. That's right. Culturally insensitive times. Right. So some of the subject matter that you see on Disney Plus may not really kind of adhere to modern day PC culture. Wonder what made them do that. <laughs> <laughs> Who can say? Yeah. <laughs>
probably won't be. <laughs> well, you know, because there's stuff, you know, I, I'm a big Disney follower. I love Disney. Yeah. But Are you paying for that Disney <clears throat> Plus? Huh? Are you paying for that Disney Plus? I app? will, because I got that little five-year-old. Yeah, you have you know, to. She likes stuff like that. But what I'm also <laughs> reminding them to do is to look at some of the things. So if you go to any of the parks, you know, they had the Jungle Cruise ride. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a sister. That was a sister. She said, oh, yeah, I remember that damn rhyme. Because at the end of it, they have this sort of guy who's the black chief of the tribe. Mm -hmm. They have the white guy in the pot. Yes. <laughs> he's got feathers and stuff and, you know, bone through his nose. And, he's doing, and the, the, um, the women of the tribe are sort of dancing around like this. I said, y'all got to get rid of that. <laughs> you did? Yeah, I said, you can't put a white man in a damn pot. <laughs> First of all, they're very stringy. <laughs> and we stopped eating them eons ago. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and it took them a little while to get the humor. <sighs> but, you know, there are things that you don't notice. You don't see it until somebody says, um, I don't know if you <laughs> There's a white guy in a pot. <laughs> and we're cooking him. Maybe you want to get rid of that. Yeah. You know? And what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You can only say it once or twice. Yeah. But he's gone now. He's, no he's not quite. No, he, he, the white guy is still in the pot. <laughs> With all hierarchies, it takes a while. Yeah. But they are listening, and that's what's important. Because okay. once they added that, Miss mm -hmm. because what I want to do for them is to periodically do symposiums about why mm. you need to know that this is what people were doing, yeah. why these were like this, what people were thinking at the time, so that you can say to people, listen, this is how it came out the last time. Yes. So when you start to see stuff like this, there's an issue. Pay attention. Right. But we don't have that right, right. now. Right. If you sweep it under the rug, then the, the generations coming up don't even know that it's have no so clue. heinous. Yeah, no clue. They have no clue. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Well, you know, she's just like history right here, girl. It's crazy. You're like a historian, but a comedian, too. Some days. Yeah. yeah. Most days. Most days. Now, I have to ask you, my love, I know you don't like to talk about it, but the right. whole EGOT thing is very impressive. <laughs> okay, look at her. She's like, okay. Okay, but listen, Whoopi. You talk about conversation starters. Mm -hmm. Where are all those EGOT moments in the house? Like, when I come over for dinner, look, I'm inviting myself. When I come over for dinner, Am I going to see them sprinkled all around the dining room, living room? No, where, where, no. where we got them? They are up on the third floor. So we'll never see them. No, I, I do bring people up to see them because I know people want to know about them. Yeah. But it's not the thing that I want you to define me by. Yeah. So when you come to my house, I want you to be impressed by the fact that I left some stuff for people stand up stand up to go in the bathroom. <laughs> I want you to be impressed by the fact that I thought about what you wanted to eat and made sure you got it. Mm -hmm. And that I have enough interesting stuff on the table to make you want to talk to me. That's what I want when you come yeah. over. 
And then at the end of the evening, I make people walk all the way up to the third floor. <laughs> and you know they're bitching and moaning. Right, uh, exactly. Because it's, it's kind of great. And they're all there, you know. And I, let, I have people, you know, tall people can pull it down. And I, I ask them if they want to be photographed with it. Wow. So I take pictures of people holding the Oscar. Because everybody's got a speech. <laughs> you wouldn't think it. Yeah. But everybody has a speech, and you just have to pull it out of them. Yeah. You have to say, listen, I'm not going to tell anybody. <laughs> come on, Mayor Bloomberg, come on. <laughs> Little did I know. Right, exactly. You wanted to be king of the world. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, we did kind of know no, that. No, we did know that. We did. But we saw what it looks like when it's done very poorly. Now, I don't know if he's the king. I don't know if he's supposed to be the king because there's another guy who wants to be king, too. Right. So. He just popped out today. It's like, yo, what, the, what time is it? Right. You know? Because everybody said, well, I don't think that there's no one in the running thing. Well, we have a lot of people. There's a lot of people. You don't know what people are thinking. Mm -hmm. There's 900 people running for president. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Yeah. It is very crazy. You know, but we don't we don't do a lot of political stuff at the house. No. No. Because I do it every day, all yeah. day long. Mm -hmm. You know, talk to me about something else. Talk to me about something I don't know. I'm, I, I don't want to. This is not political. It's still about entertaining. But I would like to know, out of the people that are running right now, that are like main main uh, main front runners, mm -hmm. who's no White House? No you, such thing. Right okay. Now. Well, the people that are like everyone's talking Everybody about, the media running. loves. Yeah. Whose White House would you like to visit, and who would you like to be hosted by? Because you know, there's different levels of like, you know, you hear that you know Jimmy Carter's White House had very good down home food. Mm -hmm. We know the current person likes a lot of fast food in his White House. <laughs> you know, so there's different types of food that's being served. You know, of course, President Obama he did he did a wonderful job with, with his White House food. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Well, you went a lot more than I did, so I'm gonna leave that to you. Well, you know, all these vegetables. <laughs> Cause she had the garden. Okay. Michelle had the garden. A lot of people have gardens. <laughs> they don't make you eat vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> she growing all this stuff. She growing okra. I'm not eating that. You don't like okra? No. You know there's a way to get the slime out. I'm not touching okra. Okra can, never mind. <laughs> okay. not, no, I'm not a food person. Oh. I'm a drug user. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not, I, you know, I'm not a foodie. Mm. So. So you don't yeah. even care about I don't the meal care as about, much? No, I don't care about the meal as much. Okay. Well, is there someone's, uh, like, from a decor point of view? Because I know you love decor. Right. And things like that. See, I didn't know I loved decor. You didn't? No, I had a boyfriend named Decor. <laughs> did you but love, I didn't him? love him? I you did didn't not love, love him. Decor. Okay, but you love the decor that I see in this book. Well, it, I didn't know it was decor. What'd you think it was? I thought it was me putting stuff on the table so people wouldn't have to look at nothing. <laughs> that's that's what that's the truth. <laughs> I wish I could tell you I was deep like right. this, but the truth is, I just wanted I I. A lot of this came, and she, Marlo is laughing because she knows that I'd come over and just like, she'd say, well, what do you want to do? I don't know. And then we'd like throw some stuff on it, and then people would be like, ding dong. 
And okay, because I've been fooling around for two hours trying to figure out what to do. And then it ends up and people go, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then I had to come clean with the book. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm doing it with some fun. And with a lot of panache. A little panache, yeah. Mm -hmm, a lot of panache. I don't know who's the White House I would want to be. I don't want to go to the White House. I didn't want to go when I went. <laughs> no, I didn't. No? I didn't. No, because I just, you know. It's the you, people's house. It is the people's house, but I need a room. Abraham Lincoln's room is available. Nope, nope, no, 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 no. You know that they say he freed the slaves. Well, you know what? Well, listen, Lincoln did something that no one else had done. He said, listen, we have to fix this. We can't go on, the, the nation cannot go on this way. We've got to do this. Now, did he love the slaves? No. Bless you. <laughs> But he knew that a house divided it unto itself could not stand. Yeah. And so he said to them, much like LBJ, mm -hmm. listen, I'm going to screw you. <laughs> but I'm going to give you something you want. Yeah. So you're going to do what I need you to do. And I'm telling you, I'm going to tell everybody I'm screwing you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to screw you over, no doubt about it. But when this is over and you've done what I need you to do, I will try to get you what you need. This is what you have to do. Yeah. He didn't, he wasn't a big fan of, of folks, you know, he wasn't trying to be friends. Yeah. He's like, what can we do to make the nation better? This is what people have done always with this nation. You don't, uh, you don't believe in everything people suggest. Some things it's not for you. But you know it's better for the nation because there are more of them than there are of you. So you make the compromise and you make it float. You make it work. A house that cannot compromise can't stand. It dries out. So he, he freed the slaves to free the country. Yes. And that's how you have to look at it because he wasn't like, oh, I can't believe what they're doing to those people. That wasn't at all. Yeah. He's like, listen, <laughs> y'all thinking to burn this whole thing down? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not gonna let it happen. I'm not gonna let it happen. Four score. Yes. Yeah. It's been seven years ago. That's right. Well, yeah. four play if he was lucky. Oh. <laughs> so no, no, no Lincoln's a bad one for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. And I we, am. We don't want you to be sorry. We love a it. Little, a little bit sorry. No. Are there any fantasy guests that you would like to have? Well, since we're Whatever talking about we foreplay and such. Oh, thank you. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, are there any fantasy guests that you would love to have at your place? And I was thinking we could play a little game. Okay. And I would like you to know, I would like you to answer a question okay. of the four of your characters that you've ever played mm -hmm. in film, TV, theater, whatever, that you would like to have at a dinner party. Oh, well, I'd like to have the hyenas. Yes. My hyenas. Yes, yes. As the new bunch of hyenas are not very nice. No. And particularly my character apparently became a killer. Oh. <laughs> it's like, 
listen, it's a cartoon. Yeah. It's a cartoon. Why have you made real looking lions and stuff? It's a cartoon. <laughs> we had talking lions. It's, you don't, they don't need to look real. Yeah. But they did, and then they made Shenzi's character really horrible, and it was like, my, grand, my great-granddaughter was like, I don't like this at all, she said. I said, well, you know, that, what, that I played that girl. She said, that's not the one I saw. Because I would, you know, she yeah. liked the cartoon. She, it's just too scary to see yeah. all those talking cats. <laughs> <laughs> She's five. She's like, what? Look, this, what are you doing, people? What are you grown-ups doing? Stop smoking all that weed. <laughs> Anywho, what? No. So the hyenas. The hyenas. Uh-huh. And you uh, have three other guests. That I've played? Yeah. Oh, oh. I'd love to meet Dolores Van Cartier. <laughs> and I did a, uh, I played a book. A fairy tale book. Mm -hmm. I'd love to have her. She's about this big, okay. with wings. I'd love her to come. Yeah. And uh, I don't really know what else I did. Oh, oh the May. No. No? No. Because she'd be sitting, no, no. <laughs> Not having Seely over? <laughs> no. Oh, no, but Miss Seely, she's bringing the pants. Miss Seely's pants. She's bringing those very comfy pants. No. No. Guinan. Guinan. My, I, so on, from Star Trek, I bring Guinan. Thank okay. you for that. <laughs> yeah. And what did you say, Sabrina? Oh, fu Sab oh Karina. Yeah. I was like, Karina? <laughs> from the movie, Karina, Karina. Yes. OK. I forgot. <laughs> or would you have Karina over? Yeah, I don't think so. No, Guinan. <laughs> I bring the space lady over. Yeah, the space lady. I like yeah. the space lady. She's good. Yeah, interesting head. She loved a hat. Yeah, she loved a hat. Yes, <laughs> I think her brain was wobbly. Yeah. So she has the hats, and Miss Seely would bring the pants. I'm telling you, I think you should rethink Miss Seely. I am not bringing Miss Seely over. <laughs> and and the best thing about Miss Seely too is she cooks. Up a storm. See, that's the thing. You don't want to do that. You don't want her to work when she comes up. And she would. Yeah, she would she try would. to do everything. It's like, no. Sit down, bitch. Sit down. <laughs> you know? Would you have sugar Avery over, though? I bet you would have sugar over. I'd have sugar over, but, you know, I'd keep away from the piano. <laughs> wait, you, wait. You, are you telling me that you do not do, like, a sing-along cabaret situation? Anymore? I'm telling you, I do not. See, I'm sitting here thinking it's probably like a cabaret show at the end of the night. No, no. So, I mean, you know, I used to, when, when folks, when I was more around uh, musicians, I had a lot of musicians around. But um, no, because most of the folks I find are too nervous to do that, to sing. You have to have people who like doing yeah, that. Yeah. But you can't put people on the, on the spot. Yeah. You know, so, come on, Neil deGrasse Tyson, sing that rap song. <laughs> you know, let's have a little aria from, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe not Neil deGrasse Tyson, but um, Felicia Rashad, she's a, she can sing and she can dance. 
Yeah, but who wants to sing and dance for this supper? <laughs> nobody, nobody. That harkens back to the old Jim Crow days. Well, you know. You invited to things and... Oh. No, the, no, the whole thing, no. No. All right, class act you are. Some days. Some days. Not always. I, don't, I think every day, every single day. You know, one of the things I have always enjoyed about you is that you're a straight shooter. A straight shooter, right? No chaser. I'm, I'm a straight-ish shooter. <laughs> because were I really a straight shooter, I would not have a job on ABC. Oh, true. <laughs> true. So, it's straight-ish. Straight-ish. Yeah. Speaking of that, have you ever had all the ladies of The View over at once for dinner? No. No. Remember, I've been there 10 years, yeah. so all of them is a whole lot of different people at yeah. one time. Yeah. So, but I've had them all individually. Individually. Yeah, yeah, because we are not a tribe. Right. <laughs> we work together. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. and so I don't know them very well, mm -hmm. or I haven't known them very yeah. well, and so I, I get them over so I can get to, to talk to them outside of, you know, what people expect them to be. And, and everybody's really interesting. I mean, that's the, that's the great thing about that table, is you don't have to agree with anybody at that table. But the women are never dull. <laughs> They're never dull. Yeah. And they all love their families. They all uh, love their shoes, and they love their, you know, they love their hair, and, you know, <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they're girls. Yeah. They're real girls. Yeah. I was never a real girl. You were a real Not girl. once. Really? Well, but you know what? Can I go? Okay, now that you brought that up, so I'm just going to take it there. Okay. Now, one of the things that I enjoy about you also is that you got a mean old shape. You are stacked up real good. And if you don't believe me, go and look at any of those um, old Oscar um, yeah. things when she used to host, yeah. and she'd be up in them gowns, yeah. and she'd be like hitting them from the front and hitting them from the back. Yeah. Then in the waist, cute in the face. Not so much now. <laughs> kind of big in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Chest you... is a hoop. No, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you still have a great frame. I have a good frame, yeah. Listen, it's never been something that I led with. And if you, you know, if there was some special occasion, then I, I could do it. But it was never the first thing you noticed about yeah. me, you know. Mm -hmm. And so your smile is the smile is good. Yeah, the smile is good. It's my mom's. Yeah. It's passed down mm -hmm. from generation yeah. to generation. And it's an easy smile, which tells me that you are you have been very loved all your life. You know what? As it turns out, that is so. Yeah, I have been very loved all my life, and I I did know it. Yeah. I knew my mom loved me, and I knew my brother loved me. You know, it was just the three of us, and we loved each other. Yeah. And uh, now I have, you know, uh, uh, my daughter and her husband and their three kids, and then this five-year-old with whom I have these extraordinary conversations. <laughs> you know, Oopy. Yeah. <laughs> they call you Oopy? She does, yes. Oopy. Okay. I say, yeah. <laughs> she said, whose candy is that? I said, which candy? She said, that, that right there. Her hand's only that big. That right there. I said, that's mine. <laughs> I 
And she says, oh, are you sure? <laughs> and this is the terrible part of me because I drag it out. <laughs> I said, what do you mean am I sure? I know my candy when I see it. <laughs> she says, it, it could, some of that could be mine. <laughs> I said, did you come in with candy? <laughs> she said, no. I said, then it ain't yours. <laughs> and then she breaks down, she said, may I have a piece? Aww. And I said, ah. Oh. Okay. I guess. <laughs> and then I have to say, wait, wait, let's ask your mother like we care. <laughs> and she said, we don't care. <laughs> we get the candy and we eat our candy. That's your partner in crime. That's my partner in crime. I love it. Yeah. And you get to have a second childhood. No, this is my third. Okay. Because right. remember, I had the grandkids. They're yeah. all old now. They're yeah. 30 and 25 and 21. One of your granddaughters is actually collaborating with you. You have a yes. wonderful new pop-up shop in New yes. Jersey at yes. that wonderful mall. What is it yep. called? Uh, it's called the American Dream. Yes, it's Whoopi Goldberg equals Ameri no, the American Dream. No, it's Whoopi equals the American Dream is the name of the pop-up shop. It's an it's emporium. Awesome. Yeah, it's got all, it's got my books in it. It's got the clothing that I'm doing in it. It's got uh, this new book in it. And it really, you know, I, I started to do the clothing because I realized that um, I couldn't find some things that I, that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And it occurred to me that clothing is not political. You know, because if, if you are looking for something comfortable, you don't care who made it. Mm -hmm. And we saw that with Ivanka's shoes. Yeah. People still bought those shoes, you know, because they were comfortable. So once you realize that the thing in your closet cannot be the thing that irritates you, given all the other things in the world that will irritate yeah. you, I thought I should make some things that would make you feel better when you looked in the closet. Yes. You'd be like, oh, I can't believe those people are, hello. <laughs> Let me put on this, oh, this shirt. Yes. I'm living in my shirt. And then you can do anything. Yeah. Because every now and then you pass yourself and you say, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's me looking that good. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so I believe if you tell people that they can look good and should look for themselves to look good, they'll believe it, and they will. Yes. And they will feel better and look good. Maybe buy the clothes, no matter what their beliefs are. And that's the key, right? Because yeah. clothing doesn't care. Clothing doesn't care. You know, but the fashion business is really tough, as you know. Oh, yeah. I don't really care. Tough. Your dear friend, Christian Siriano, yeah. just closed up his business. And I mean, he had an amazing yeah. red carpet business and everything. And it really broke my heart. I remember seeing you at the CFDA Awards yeah. when he made that beautiful magenta yes. suit for you. You yes. were sharp. Yes. He was like, can I make you something? Will you come as my date to this thing? I was like, OK. You know, because free food. Right. <laughs> like, OK. And he made me this magenta so, which I had, it's color. You know, I don't know if you realize it, but I'm pretty much black and white. Yeah. That's it. But I put that thing on and it was like, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm electric. Yeah. You know? 
It was. And it, it was. reminded me of like a zoot suit, like a Cab Calloway yes, kind of yes, thing. Yes. Yeah. I, which it, I love. Yeah. You, know? you exploded onto that red carpet. I remember the last row because we came in kind of together. Obviously, I walked by and no one cared. But Whoopi, <laughs> I that mean, those, those cameras went. Because they were all crazy. in shock. Yeah. No one had ever <laughs> seen me in a color. Right. Like, oh my God, yeah. she can wear that. Because, you know, all the stuff you're not supposed to do, not supposed to wear red, not supposed to be wearing red lipstick. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not really adventurous that way. But I will try little things. I wear some orange. Yeah. I might. <laughs> but you have to go to the pop-up shop and see what's in it. Okay. That's orange. There you go. There's some orange shit. And, and it's in New Jersey, right? Yes, it's at the, uh, that great big American dream. American, American dream. dream. It's huge. But nothing is open except for Nickelodeon right now. A lot of the rides are open for the kids. There's no food yet. Um, there's a, a poop load of stores that's going to be in there. But I'm the only one that's open at the moment. So if you want to go take a look, it's really, it's worth it because when it does open, you'll be able to go skiing. Wow. You'll be able to go surfing at the beach. Are you going to do all those things? I've done them all. Really? Yeah. I didn't know you were adventurous in that way. Well, I, I like to ski. I like to ski. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 I was a surfer for a long time. Look at that. Did you guys know she was a surfer? Also, we learned something new. Good. Well, but why wouldn't I be? Right. I could totally see you on a surfboard now that you yeah. said it. I mean, it's, it's just release the idea that we know what we don't know. Yeah. So I could be a tightrope walker as well, or a stilt walker. I could be a trapeze artist. Yeah. You never know. And so could you all. Mm -hmm. Who's to say that you're not? See, I'm assuming that you are. That's the thing. How long is this talk? Oh my God! Whoopi, are you, Whoopi, are you ready to go? No, no. I just happened to see eight forty. I know. And I thought these poor people. <laughs> I think that's to wrong. Tell them about the book or something. Oh, it's wrong. Oh. I was saying no It says eight forty. No, I thought that meant it was seven forty. Yes, yeah, huh? time to wrap it up. Oh. <laughs> I'm in New York. Oh, wait, we're gonna ask. We're gonna ask one question from an audience member. Okay, only one. I'm yes, sorry. I've been one. talking so much. I'm sorry. I apologize. But they came to see you talk. It's okay. Oh, right. What's the best party you ever went to, and why? The best party I ever went to, and why? Yes. Woodstock. Oh. Just because. <laughs> well, Whoopi Goldberg, we love you, the unqualified hostess, just yes. because you are fabulous in every way. Thank you for being a Thank part you. of this talk. Thanks for listening. 92Y Talks is supported by a generous endowment established by Daphne Reconati Kaplan and Thomas S. Kaplan. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and find more great conversations at 92y.org archives. <laughs>